Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to Bouncing Back, a podcast to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For the 17th episode, we have Megan Heron, who is most recently a strategist at Laundry Service in New York. You know, Megan, what's up? Hey, thank you so much for having me, Matt. Yeah, of course. Happy to have you here. Maybe, you know, tell people how you're dealing with this pandemic, where you're quarantining and what you've been, you know, doing to keep busy. Yeah, so um, I was quarantining for most of the time in New York. Uh, The same four walls, they got pretty boring very quick. So I actually just came to quarantine with my family in Kansas City. So now I'm in the Midwest, which is a huge change. Um, In New York, I was keeping busy by uh, TikToking. Yes, I am one of those millennials on TikTok. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've also been trying to keep busy with other creative things that I didn't know I enjoyed like cooking this is the probably the first time ever I've cooked in my life and I'm actually good at it so that's like a nice discovery you know totally anything good what are you cooking uh I've been doing a lot of chicken dishes and I didn't realize I was eating that much chicken until I got home and my mom said she would cook me a chicken dish and I was like please for the love of god I'm sick of it (laughs) But I've been doing anything from like teriyaki to trying to do some Italian spins and anywhere in between. It's been great. Nice. Yeah, it's, I've heard a lot of people kind of finding new creative outlets and finding new places to, you know, put all their time. And, and I think cooking is awesome. I know I love cooking too, but it's kind of one of those hobbies that are almost, you know, most similar to our job. You just like throw a bunch of shit in a pot and, and see what happens. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Right. Maybe uh, tell everyone about yourself, uh, where you've worked, and some clients you've worked on. Yeah, um, so I am originally from Florida, but I moved to New York City about four and a half years ago. Kind of crazy story. I moved to New York on an unpaid internship, fully expecting to leave the city after five months once it was over. My mom thought I was absolutely nuts. and fell in love with the city. I was like, you know, I'm, I need to find a job that actually pays me. I had been working in a, a restaurant at the same time, so I was exhausted. But I, in that job, in that internship specifically, I sat next to the social media division, fell in love with what they were doing and wanted to learn everything um, in addition to falling in love with the city. So I broke my mom's heart by telling her I'm not coming back. Um, but ended up looking for social media jobs after that, landed a job at Laundry Service. Um, I was originally in their social media management division, uh, working on a lot of different beauty brands, which was fun. Um, but we had, I worked with really closely with a strategist and then a creative team member. And um, everything the strategist brought to the table, I was fascinated with and I wanted him to teach me everything. And so he kind of took me under his wing and mentored me. And that's how I made that transition over to the strategy department. So I've been working as a strategist for the last two years at Laundry Service. Um, The most seamless transition was obviously to be a social strategist, but over the last year, uh, I've actually gotten the opportunity to do more overarching brand strategy. So I got to tap into other things like experiential strategy, uh, media strategy, just everything that was kind of integrated with each other, which was a lot of fun. And then um, I got to tap, or I got to kind of leave the beauty space. Um, I was known as the quote unquote beauty guru for a while, because that's all the clients I had. Um, And 
the last couple of years, I finally got to do more entertainment, um, fitness, tech type of clients. Um, I even got to do like a little bit of luxury in there, which was a lot of fun. Um, I think my favorite project was doing leading strategy for a new business pitch for Disney because the Florida girl in me is like obsessed with Disney and we won the business. So I was like, yes, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was great though. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think most strategists don't necessarily start out as, you know, just a strategist. They start out in whether it's social or an account or whatever other department and then, you know, transition to strategy, but then they just kind of honed a lot of other skill sets, which I think is super important. Yeah, I agree. Totally. What, what would you say you're looking for in your next role? So to be honest with you, I loved what I was doing. And obviously, like a lot of people, I didn't really see this coming. Like, it's not like I was actively looking to leave laundry service. I genuinely enjoyed my position. So I think in my next role, um, I want to stay in strategy. I want to work for clients who want a strategist who kind of wants to see the bigger picture and help them grow as a whole. Um, what, I don't really have a preference for what type of client. I just know that I was really growing at an accelerated pace at laundry service by um, the mentorship and, and my peers there, I would love to be in some sort of environment where I can continue that growth path and still do the strategic work that I, I grew to love, you know? Completely. Do you, do you think you're more open to staying in kind of a social agency, which I think laundry service is, or you're, you know, open to, you know, more 360, you know, as you said, you're kind of pivoting to more brand work? Yeah, I actually like the brand work better. Um, and as much as I love social and like, as I said earlier, it's my expertise, I don't really want to be known as just a social strategist, especially since I had started making that transition and really growing in other avenues. So I would love to have some sort of opportunity where I continue um, tapping into those other areas. Nice. What are, and you've touched on it a little bit, but some of your best qualities. Um, so I talk a lot, which is great for my clients. They love hearing from me. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I feel like I kind of pride myself on being a really hard worker. Um, I moved here by myself. I knew nobody in New York City. And it was an unpaid internship, which is absolutely unheard of in New York. Um, but I made it happen and ended up landing an amazing job at Laundry Service um, for a very reputable agency and I just like I take that kind of hardworking ethic with me everywhere I go and I think it's the outgoing I talk a lot personality that kind of gets me through that which is why I mentioned earlier um, and I'm just a people person and I I kind of like to look at the bigger picture too I feel like um, as strategists we kind of get stuck in our own our own way of thinking um, I actually try to listen to the client and compromise and figure out how I can do my cool idea and our creative team's cool idea, but in a way that's also going to satisfy client and not be this big shabam thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And that's, you know, a really important way to think about it, especially, you know, these days when I think strategy is going to be, you know, as important as creative or any other department, you know, if not the most important coming out of this. Totally. You know, clients are going to need some handholding and if they're going to spend money, they need to, you know, you know, strategists kind of walk them through where they're spending it, why they're spending it. So definitely, I think, you know, having that relationship and feeling comfortable doing that with clients is really important. Yeah, absolutely. I know you touched on it saying Disney was your favorite project. But is there anything else? I know that was maybe a new business pitch. Is there any 
other, you know, campaign that you've kind of had the chance to lead? Yeah, I have another favorite too. Um, one of the clients I worked on, um, more like an always on strategy was this um, hair company called SGX NYC. And they were new to the market, um, wanted to kind of rebrand and relaunch themselves into um, their distributors were Walmart and Target. But the tricky part about this was they wanted to target this um, quote unquote trendy, cool millennial, their words, not mine. Um, and obviously the trendy, cool millennials that they were envisioning shop at Balenciaga and not Walmart. So it was really, uh, at first we came up with a strategy of targeting um, millennials who are interested in those high end brands and things like that to try to gain traction from them. Um, and we developed creative that was kind of whimsical and out of this world and something that not every other hair care brand does our content was tanking. And um, this is actually what I love about being a strategist because I love problem solving. And so I had the opportunity to kind of analyze everything from creative to copy to targeting to what the heck is going wrong here and um, really solve that problem and pivot. And uh, I kind of, it kind of, a light bulb went off and I was like, you know, this trendy millennial doesn't have to be living in New York City or Chicago or Los Angeles. The people who are shopping at Walmart are college students. Um, why aren't we going after these trendy millennials who are in rural towns and not the urban areas? Um, and long story short, we kind of took away all those luxury type of interests and focused more on like what a college student who's quote unquote trendy would be into and started targeting that way. And I also worked with our creative director to um, tone down the creative assets a little bit to be a little more relatable, if, if relatable, I guess is the right word, and um, wrote copy that would relate to a college student. Long story short, our metrics increased like crazy, both from a paid perspective and also organically our follower growth and all of that. And it was like such a proud moment for me and my team because our client was not so happy at first. And then when they saw those pivots and how we can kind of think on our feet, despite what our original campaign idea was, um, and that it made a difference to just to see the joy on their face when we were presenting that report was an incredible. And it was such a fun campaign, despite the hurdles we had to go over. Yeah, that's great. And I think being able to, to pivot and think on your toes and acknowledge that maybe where the campaign is heading isn't in the right direction yeah get back and, and coming at it from different angles you know super smart and something not all strategists or creatives could do what yeah, fun. what will agencies be getting if they hire you so um again i'm a hard worker but i'm also a lot of fun and i think that's something that people don't really like we're they don't think about like personalities you know everyone in interviews is like i work so hard but then you are stuck with this person all day, every day, you know? And I actually try to bring like a positive energy to every meeting. And um, if I'm in, a, in the middle of the most stressful team meeting where we are just stuck on ideas, I'm typically the one who will like crack a joke and get my team back to like, okay, this isn't, we're not curing brain cancer. Like it's fine, everything is fine. I'm one of those type of energies and personalities and, um, you know, I just, I love people. And I think that's really important in our industry, you know? Yeah, completely, completely agree. I think that's super important, especially now with 
working from home, you know, you gotta be likable, relatable, willing to put yourself out there and, you know, just overall fun to, to be around. Yeah, for sure. Want to tell, you know, everyone kind of about this ad week article that was written about you and how you <laughs> dealt with this entire situation? Okay, so I was trying to be humble about this. <laughs> no, no being humble here. I'm I was not expecting that to blow up like it did at all. Uh, I guess that's another thing that agencies would get from me is uh, I'm very transparent, but in a, in a professional way, I would say. Um, I just, I wasn't expecting to get laid off and it took me a while. I was kind of going back and forth. Like, do I even want to post anything? I don't really like people in my business. Um, but then I thought, no, I should update my network and my friends and fam. And that's literally all I wanted to do with that post. And I logged off. I kind of needed like a few days just to process the fact that I got laid off. Posted that to LinkedIn, logged off, did not check for three to four days. I come back and it has blown up. And I, my messages are full with people who are being very like sweet and supportive, which was really nice to hear from other people in this industry other recruiters who are wanting to keep in touch. And then I get a notification, my friend, I didn't even know they were posting that article, by the way. My <laughs> friend sent me the link and I was like, what is this? I thought it was a joke. She's like, awesome. you're an ad week. I'm like, not. <laughs> That's awesome. Shut up, Matt. I don't, it was crazy. Well, well, well deserved. It definitely was, you know, well-written and, and came from a good place and proved that you aren't reactionary and can take your time and, you know, put something on paper that's actually meaningful. So well-deserved. Yeah, it was super cool. Thank you. I'm still, I, honestly, I'm still in shock, but. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And then maybe, you know, you mentioned becoming a TikTok star. You want to give a little shameless plug of this TikTok account we can follow? Yes. So it's Meg Heron 3. I've been thriving on these voiceovers. Um, I told Matt earlier, I think I, maybe I should become an actress. So if advertising doesn't work out that you see me, catch me on Hollywood. Um, it's been fun. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to tell Gen Z that though. They're being very hateful about it. <laughs> yeah, they, they're a little too much, but it's a good outlet too to, much. to mess around with and, and have like fun. Like Gen Z, we're in this together. Let us live, you know? Right. There's enough room on TikTok for all of us. Exactly. Maybe uh, last question is if you have a dream agency you want to give a little shout out to. Oh, there's so many that are great. So for the longest time, actually, my dream agency was McGarry Bowen because their Disney was their client. Um, and just do great traditional work. And I kind of want to like tap into the traditional side of things too. I've been very digital. Um, but Honestly, like getting to know all these recruiters from different agencies, I don't even know if I have a dream agency anymore because they're all so unique and it's so cool to talk to different people and like every agency kind of specializes in something different and it's, I feel like it's a little unfair to put one over the other. Like, I feel like a lot of people would say like, wait, <clears throat> excuse me, Whedon Kennedy or like big brands like that. But I'm like, even just the smaller agencies are so, they're doing great things. And um, I don't know, I, I feel like we're all doing really good work during this pandemic. And it's, it's a lot of agencies I would have overlooked. I'm like, I love your work. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that answer. It shouldn't necessarily be these big names. It should be the agencies you think are doing good work during this yeah. time. And I love that you turn that into a nice politically correct answer. 
no favorites here. You know, whoever is doing good work and, you know, <laughs> call me up. Yeah, I'm politically correct. That's me in quarantine. <laughs> I like it. Probably the smart move. Ever since my Ad Week article, you know, I've got to... Famous now. People are watching. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's it for me. Thanks so much for being willing to put yourself out there and do something like this. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy that um, Moni, shout out to Moni, uh, connected us and it was so fun talking to you. Yeah. It's really cool that you're doing this for um, people who have been affected by this pandemic. Appreciate it. Glad I can hopefully somewhat help. What's, what's the best way for people to reach you, get in touch with you? Um, so, probably email is the best, um, or LinkedIn, but I can give my email address because I check that a little bit more often than LinkedIn. Um, my email is M as in Megan, my last name, Heron, H-E-R-R-E-N, the number eight at gmail.com. Easy enough. You know, good luck and thanks so much. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. And that's a wrap for the 17th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at M-A-L-O-W-930 at gmail.com. Thanks a lot.